0: Welcome to the webinar on Wednesday, the 5th of September. Uh, September has already got off to a, a brilliant start. We've, been, we've just gone live on our IDAX exchange. Um, and today, a moment we've been waiting for for a long time, uh, we are going to hear a little bit about the first project to go on our DAS33 platform. Um, to do this, I'm going to welcome uh, none other than uh, Michael Mateus to come on and uh, introduce. The first company to das 33, Michael. Please welcome.
1: Thank you, Vivian. Thank you. Yeah, so we're uh, we're finally at that at that moment that we've been waiting for on Dash 33. Um, this I want to I want to make sure everyone's aware that we're we're going to announce the first company, the first project of das 33 today. Now keep in mind this is our beta project. Okay, so. It's very important everyone understands, DOS 33 has a process. Um, the evaluation process, so, so projects will be submitted, they'll be evaluated, um, the ones that are rated highly will then be brought to our assessment committee, and then the ones that pass the assessment committee are, will be presented to our community. This, obviously, to get things started, we, we're not going through that process, of course. Instead, this is a company that came to our attention, the attention of various people in the ecosystem about a year ago. So we've known this group um, for about a year, and the two, uh, two of the entrepreneurs involved in the company uh, we've met with many times. And uh, really impressive, really impressive group. And it's, it's really fun to have such a, a great, um, great idea a great technology and and just fabulous people behind the company as our first project so um, I'm really pleased with that and I think everybody's going to really enjoy uh, This this whole this whole company and the people behind it and the first person That I want to introduce that is behind it is the company's CEO um, and so first, let me first let me unveil the the company itself. I, there's rumors have been flying, but the company officially uh, that will be our beta project is called Greenstork, and the CEO of Greenstork is Mr. Paul Flynn. So I want you to join us, Paul, if you can come on.
2: Is he uh, there? He is. Hello, world. Hello. <laughs> Excited to be here. Welcome. Yeah,
1: Great you. To, you to have to you here. Great to have you here, Paul. Thank I you. Want, thank uh, I want, I am thrilled about this project and I want, I want you to just, you know, help, help others understand why you, why you, why you have been on this journey, you know, have, tell us about the journey you've been on first and foremost. Uh, maybe, you know, begin with, you know, just some, a uh, little background on yourself.
2: Okay. I like to say I'm personally I'm the product of uh, a London party in the late 70s. Um, <laughs> a Ugandan mother, Irish father. Um I grew up in various countries. I was actually born in Germany. Uh, I grew up in Germany, the Netherlands, spent some time in Uganda, East Africa, where I still have family uh, to this day. I was educated in um in business law primarily. Um educated in the Netherlands, Scandinavia and Germany, even Russia briefly. just just to put that out there as well. Um, And then spent several years um, working in international compliance uh, projects. Um, I entered the energy space in 2009, and uh, this leads up to to Greenstock, where I am right now. So with a a compliance and regulations background, um, I was very, very lucky with some of the partners that involved with us now to join the offshore wind space just when it was launching. So uh, at that point I was working uh, for a private-public partnership, part of the Scottish government, which was regulating several billions worth of putting wind turbines into the ocean. Um, I'm multilingual. I was based in Germany. So if you were a German energy company that wanted to do an offshore wind project with the government, Paul Flynn was the person you had to talk to. And uh, I spent several years actually ending up as as head of Central Europe. So it's hard work, luck and circumstance with some multilingual abilities and some training that that got me there. But I I was for five years as the offshore wind industry was taking off, I was talking to all the big energy companies, all the big suppliers, companies like Siemens, Eon, RWE, NPower, Scottish Renewables, Ariba, all the big energy companies that were going in there were inventing, in new markets. No one had done the supply chain, no one knew what the regulations would be, no one knew how they could interact to structure these projects. Um, A very, very exciting time and as the new markets guy, that was then handed off to other renewable energies. And this then introduced me to uh, waste heat recovery, heat to power solutions, which I believe starting now and going into the 2020s, this is where renewable energy is going to move. So, and this is what I want to talk about and the main reason why we're here and why I'm so excited about the opportunity of of DAS 33 in particular, and the premium token even more. So, um, everybody knows the big challenge of renewable energies is that you you can have the biggest wind turbine in the world, and if there's no wind, it does nothing. You can have the best solar panels in the world, And if there's, you know, a thing called night, you have nothing. (laughs) Um, Now, there are new technologies uh, coming online. They've been around for a long time. So our base technology is actually 100 years old. We didn't invent anything. And we are linked to -to heat-to-power solutions, which is a geothermal solution. So one renewable energy that is always there, always there, is the heat below your feet. So if you just dig a hole deeper and deeper, if anybody has ever gone into a cave, first of all, it's cooler. But if you've ever been in a mine shaft, it starts getting really warm. Everybody starts taking off your, all those coal miners in their t-shirts looking muscular, that's because it's really hot down there. So there's a lot of heat down there. And heat is energy. Now, and it's constant, it's 24 hours. So as technology gets better and better, there's two technologies that are emerging, and that's exactly what we do. You have one market that in the last few years, um, heating and cooling cycles, they've gotten better at extracting heat out of the ground. And from our side, we've been becoming better and better at turning heat into electricity. And this emerging market is now at a point that we can, um, in places like Europe where tariffs are high, governments are very, very supportive of this we can produce a renewable energy that is 24 hours in its supply. So in places like Germany, France, the UK, the Western world, this is exciting because we reduce carbon emissions. And that's the big government goals that drive this. And governments guarantee the income of an energy project. So if you produce, if you deliver an energy project, it's the only market in the world, the only market in the world, where the government will guarantee for a space of 20 years your income. So you do it once, and you will know predictably what you'll earn for 20 years. Very, very exciting in, 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 as I said, Europe, US, Australia. Where this is even more exciting, and again, DAS33 and premium tokens will come in, and I'll get to the link into crypto in a second. What's really exciting about this is that we can go to places like Africa, India, Indonesia, Various island nations that have no electricity today. So there's there's, right now they estimate in Africa alone there's 500 million people that have no electricity. And I can not verify. So I I have family in Uganda and East Africa. And actually, my grandmother. At 15, I promised. I promised I will figure this out. At 15, I told my grandmother (laughs) I'll figure this out. And because over there. Um, like, power could go out and not come back for nine months straight. And even in more developed places like India, um, it, India did a, did a project that ended last year, where they did power production for 13,000 villages, and only 8% of those have 24-hour electricity. This is something we can't imagine here at all. This, we, I mean, when did the lights go out the last time in any place that we've lived in? But there's people with no electricity. Now, solar doesn't doesn't work. It works for a house, but it doesn't work for a village. Geothermal does. So while it's exciting to talk about carbon emissions in the Western world, which is good, we're we're as clean as can be, it's even more exciting because we can make a difference to people's lives that don't have it right now. uh, all the governments around the world, so we're talking to various governments around the world. We're right now in Germany starting because it's conservative, safe, there's high payments. But we're building a foundation for a gigantic hyper growth pipeline as this emerging market basically explodes. So 10, 15 years ago, no one knew about solar and now it's on everybody's roof. Shallow geothermal, most of you in this call have never heard about it. But this is going to be gigantic, so we need a mechanism to work with with people, not not venture capitalists. We need we want to work with people and communities to basically help themselves to bring energy projects, give themselves electricity. If you have electricity, you can you know you can have business, you can have a school with an internet access in places that don't have it. You can pump water and and clean it. So energy is a starting point that so many things we take to for granted, millions and millions of people don't have. But no one wants to do anything, yeah? So, and this is the link to DAS33 and this community, that um, using the premium tokens, and maybe you want to explain the premium tokens, I I just started, I'm very excited about this, and I let you talk, I know you love talking, but what, what I'm so excited about this is that we have an opportunity to do a raise through the trustee network, of, of DAS33, that makes sure that we do what we say we're going to do, and, and install assets. Uh, other than cryptocurrencies, this will be, the, the investment goes into real assets you can touch. They produce power, they produce energy. And on the blockchain, we will be registering each time we bring a new megawatt online, that's going to be registered on the blockchain, and then produce a premium, which is distributed to the Dascoin community. And this means the more we grow, the more premiums are going to be paid out, which also allows us to do more and more capital raises in the future, yeah? We're usually a project, will do an ICO once and once only, and that's the end of it. In a structure where we're linking to key performance indicators, and this only works with Das33 right now, this only works with premium tokens, this is such a, a mind-boggling new thing with an opportunity to grow endlessly, and let the people who join at the beginning participate in this growth. The more we grow, the more premiums we issue, and the more raises we do, the more capital we have to grow, the more premiums we issue. So and this is yeah,
1: an it is a phenomenal concept, and we are so excited to be working with you on this. One of the things. I guess that is worth bringing out is what's unique is that you getting early stage capital, once you get over a certain point, you have yeah. access to lots
2: of government-backed. Can you go into that a little bit? like Just what that process is like. Oh yeah, so, so the beauty is with, with the, the token that we're creating and then offering through the DAS33 platform, it's linked to KPIs, Key Performance Indicators, so it's our—it's not linked to the value of our business because smart contracts can be so much more clever than shares used to be. So we're issuing—so we're issuing tokens. They're distributed through um, the uh, das thirty-three platform. Um, uh, premiums are paid out every time we bring in a new asset. So we build and install an energy site, one megawatt, that generates premiums. And um, the beautiful thing about this is. It's linked to the growth of the business. So once the community helps us reach a certain level and we become a fully-fledged utility, we become interesting to pension funds. So one of the biggest markets pension funds invest in is energy. So all, all your money when you, when you pay for your pension goes to a pension fund and a broker, and they put the money into energy projects because the government will guarantee payment on energy projects. So you're cutting out the middleman, and all the premiums go to the community. So this means the through the platform and the community will raise to the level to be attractive for pension funds and, and other investment uh, vehicles. They will bring money into uh, us as a company. The more money we have again, so this is money that is not from the community, but it allows us to put out more assets, and because your premiums are linked to assets, you get more premiums. So even if we get money that is at later stages, if we grow through money that comes from external sources, the community still benefits. So this is an alignment where um, a lot of companies always say um, people, whoever joins us at an early stage, will benefit through the entire growth, effectively forever, as long as as we operate or hand it over in, in a few years, who knows. But this is something, if you look at the demand, um, um, for example right now the global installation of diesel generation really really expensive energy really really bad for the environment that's 400 gigawatts to replace that and it won't just be us that to clean that up for the world is a multi-trillion business opportunity and it really not billions it, that's a trillion that's this is all the power for Indonesia. This is all the power for Central, Indonesia, for Central Australia, A lot of power in Africa. We're reducing the costs of, of energy to people that don't have electricity. We're making it available to other people. And the growth, the demand on the world is, is amazing. The UK alone wants to nearly double its energy capacity in the next 10 years. In the news, you keep hearing about, oh, brownouts, we're so nervous. We need to build more nuclear. Um, so as as we all have more smartphones, as we all have more computers, we're t- we're consuming more and more energy. Governments want to get cleaner, so there's growing demand for energy, and and we will grow with that. So it's it's a market with it's the only market in the world that has a guaranteed growth for the next decades, and has a guaranteed income through governments and linked with Dash thirty three and the premium token opportunity it's it's the only opportunity where someone through the platform can benefit from the growth of a company rather than us making up shares and saying well we don't decide to pay any dividends that doesn't work because that's what a blockchain is so
1: yes. yeah this is i I also want to ask you about the state of the industry, um, ORC, you said has been around for 100 plus years. Yeah. Um, tell us about what's the green store
2: secret sauce, you know, what, what makes the green store technology so special? <laughs> well, I won't say everything about the secret sauce. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like, I, <laughs> but um, uh, in, in the simplest of terms, and I talk about both ORC and, and where this energy comes from. So in the simplest forms, ORC, Organic Ranking Cycle, um, has been around for just over 100 years. In the simplest form, it's a steam engine. The same way a telegraph and a mobile phone let you communicate. So it's the 21st version, century version of a steam engine. How does a steam engine work? You have water, and it's actually coincidence that I have this glass of water here. So you have water, and if you think of a steam train, you have fire underneath that, and this water turns into steam. The steam, the steam goes to a pipe and turns a piston, and now, for example, if you're in, a, in a, those ancient westerns with the trains, you have all the steam coming out, so it's moving pistons, and now this train is moving forward. Now, instead of using that steam to move a piston and move a train, you could connect the pistons to a generator, so like your car in a V8 motor, like if you look at the engine, it keeps going like this. That's the moving pistons. They're moving a generator and now it's producing electricity. That's a steam engine. So steam engines have been around for a while. Yeah, we can all agree on that. What ORC does is, rather, think again of, this, of the train, all this water is evaporating, so all the steam is going away. What ORC does, and that's the word, the cycle part, Rankine cycle, it captures the steam cools it back down to water and puts it back to this glass. So you have a cycle where the water evaporates to steam, turns the piston, creates electricity, cools back down and you have water. That's a process in itself. So we have the cycle, now you have an endless supply of water, you just put it in once and you can use it forever as a medium to transfer the heat to power. We're replacing the coal underneath. If you think of it again, the, the, the steam train, there's a guy shoveling coal into, into an oven. He's constantly shoveling coal. Now we're saying, rather than shoveling coal, and now you think of, so our, our machine, our machine is sitting on, on the surface of the earth, and what we're doing is we're drilling a lot of holes, and this could be like two dozen 100 meter holes into the ground, and they're te- they extracting the natural heat from the ground, which then, through a heat pump, is basically replacing the coal to heat up this water to turn the steam cycle. Yeah. Now it just is simple, and now we have a renewable heat source. So we've the water becomes a renewable source because it keeps being reused. The heat from the ground will be available for approximately the next five billion years. So it's that that will work. Yeah. And uh, and um, there's five billion years of data as well. So that's there. So now it's, it's a simple concept, but there's a lot of engineering. So uh, so the, the first system like this was installed in 1904. This is how old this is. So this is not a new technology. But what's, what has happened as with everything else is that obviously the efficiency got better and better. Yeah, so the, the heat transfer got better. And the extraction part from the ground got better and better. So the systems got more efficient and they got smaller. So now we're at the point that we can do what we're doing. So for example, we don't use water, because, well, water is water and water is steam. We have a patented chemical, which is uh, has went through all the environmental tests, so we have no negative impact on the environment. But what it does is the boiling point is not 100 degrees, so water, if you turn on your kettle and you can watch water turn to steam at 100 degrees, our chemical starts evaporating at 50 degrees. That's the first thing in terms of efficiency. So just that already doubles your efficiency. The second thing it is that this chemical, as it turns, and now molecular science, as the as the bonds break and you're creating this energy, and this is now my, this is atom bonds breaking and you're turning water to steam, uh, sorry, our, our proprietary liquid to steam, we create about 250 times more pressure than water does to steam. So we need half the energy and we create, so we need half the input energy and we create 250 times more pressure to move the piston to create electricity. Now, this market is, it has reached, it's an emerging market, this one now, um, it, has, it has come through geothermal installations, um, through those big drilling holes that went kilometers deep. So California has them, India, has, uh, India and Indonesia have them, Kenya has these kind of like three, four kilometer holes. We are just drilling a few holes that are maybe between 100 and 200 meters deep. And so there's no, the drilling risk is gone. It's still very, very expensive. Yeah, the efficiency, so the costs will drop over the next few years, the efficiencies will increase, but the governments want this type of technology. So the tariff is very, very high. So the same way a few years ago for solar, if if 10, 15 years ago you would have put solar on your roof, you would have received something around 40 pence for your kilowatt hour on the roof. Now you'll receive four. So there's been a, so if you could go back in time, And could have bought solar in like 1995 when everybody would have said, "I've never heard of this. This is crazy. What are you doing?" Um, uh, And it was it was the people who had, who were thinking green. It's the people who believed in innovation and technology growth. So it's those first movers who put solar, who started solar in the in the mid 90s, and this technology is in that exact position. So again, this linked to the to the crypto communities which are all about new technologies which are all about the 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 relationship and security that a smart contract on the blockchain gives you that is and i'll use your word a currency of trust which and that's what the blockchain and smart contracts do so as we attach a, an energy asset it is linked to a government site it, this is a we our relationship is with the government, so it's public, which means the smart contract can verify it's it's easily verifiable that this happened. It's recorded on the blockchain. The government just said GreenStark built an asset. The smart contract now says pay a premium to the token holders, and we're actually introducing three levels in this. So each token will have because we're treating it we're treating it like we're treating it like it's, it's, it's an asset. So each token has a guaranteed dividend. So there's three layers to this. Quarterly, we'll be paying out a dividend linked to uh, the euro currency, one cent, and uh, it's paid out in DASH coin actually in, through the das 33 platform. But there's a guaranteed token, a guaranteed premium quarterly, which is just based on asset value. Then there's a second so it's the same premium, but then there's more premiums based on the growth, and that's that's the interesting part. Um, We're paying premiums, a small guaranteed premium, and then a premium based on our growth. So the more we grow, the more premiums are paid out. If we attract third-party investments, we grow, we're paying out the second premium. And this also means that the fast as we grow and establish ourselves and start growing faster and attract more capital we're growing faster which means the token itself will also appreciate and i think this is one big thing because we're where dash 33 as a token platform we're not a cryptocurrency if you if if you hold a cryptocurrency you hold and you wait and you pray that it goes up if you hold a smart contract token you hold it and you're still getting premiums. So you're receiving value without needing to sell your tokens, and you're getting real value back, and that's that's what smart contracts enable. And these tokens, the faster we grow, the tokens will go up in value as well. So additionally, you can obviously, if you choose to, also speculate on the token. So you can basically, as the token value goes up because we're growing faster, you can sell some of your tokens to get your initial investment back, but hold the rest and just make earnings through those premiums. So those are the three values of growth, and I think it's an amazing relationship between an energy company, that's us, that produces assets, is excited about, not cryptocurrency, but the opportunities of the blockchain and smart contracts and tokens. That's where we're going. And we believe Dash33 is the platform we've been looking for. And that's why, the same way for you, it's the beta and the first test, the same is true for us, so we're very, very excited that this is finally becoming real. And I think we have a long, long way to go and grow, because the world, the world, wants billions of this. So uh, let's sure. grow together. Sure. It's a
1: beautiful alignment of interest, just yes. in the platform with your company. Also, that's that's mirrored in the the premium token. Okay. Just the alignment of interest between the the project owners and the project backers. I, I think there's. There's it's ne- there's never been anything that's made that so well aligned, so the interest is so well aligned. So yeah. it's so exciting. Uh, if you can just everything you've been talking about, I, I know people got to be uh, really pleased with this information. I also think it's interesting to touch on the state of the industry. There's there as you said, this is like the early days of solar. Yeah. Um, there's very few players give me a
2: sense of that competitive environment like where you guys uh, are placed okay so the beauty within within the energy industry itself is that we're not competing everybody gets a, so in in energy you get in energy it, all energy products receive a government feed-in tariff so the government guarantees the payment and they don't care if it's only us or if somebody else next door builds a project we will still get the same price so even if there was big competition, um, that wouldn't affect it wouldn't affect our income at all. Um, it's a market distortion, as all governments do. But because energy projects are expensive and complex to build, the government to guarantee energy security to the population, they put in this guarantee. Um, but in terms of so there's 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 less than a dozen companies in the world right now, and we're very, very lucky. So we have um in in Maybe briefly, so i would start with the actual question. There's less than a dozen companies worldwide doing this. And we're quite literally all talking to each other. We're all doing slight variations of what I'm talking about. This is all about heat. So some are doing it for hospitals. All hospitals have to build and burn bio-waste by law. This is a big cost for the NHS, a gigantic cost no one talks about. So they are going on saying we're specializing in NHS burning facilities for bio waste, let's take that heat, turn it into electricity, sell it back to the hospital, reduce their cost, be good for the environment, and now that free money goes into medical treatment. That's amazing. Yeah? yeah. We're going. We're going into the utility space, but we are talking to each other, there's no, there, we're not compete at this point in time, we will, we will compete with each other at some point. But um, right now we all benefit from growing together. So we're... Um, we're exchanging information. There's no associations worldwide for this. There's no tenders worldwide. So we, right now, we have a direct link to various governments. We will announce them through this platform as we can, because this is, this is a process. But already we're talking to various um, governments straight with the ministries of energy, who have rural electrification agent authorities, who basically say, listen, we have 10 million people here who are not connected to the national grid, could you do small projects? Or Another place in, in, in drier regions of Africa, could you power deep wells to pump water so we can give our population local water opportunities? So that demand is there. And we're talking to the other companies. So this, uh, the Dirty Dozen, yeah, which is the entire industry, not even a Dirty Dozen, <laughs> Which is weird for clean tech that just came spontaneously. I would, I would <laughs> so we're, we're we're collaborating to 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 build this this industry to 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 make it come out and and this this so um right now the the big mar- the existing market is industrial waste heat recovery. You've never heard of this, and the UK alone is right now something like a two three billion pound market for waste heat recovery. This is a market you've never heard of, which exists today. Um, But this is things where like Siemens and Mitsubishi, because they're then going into chemical plants and and they're building complex, big engineering projects, but they do worldwide. So while we are also talking of raises that eventually will go into the tens of millions, from a perspective of Mitsubishi or Siemens, that's too small to care about. So in five six years, in five six years, the same was true in wind and solar. So when it started, it was small companies, uh, Better Energy in the UK, uh, Solaris in Germany. Uh, they were building and, and and developing that technology, and it took nearly fifteen years before first like Siemens and Philips said, okay, the market is big enough. Now that everybody wants it on a, on the roof. This is big enough for Philips to build panels. And we've even passed that point where now China says the technology is so established and so cheap, mass manufacturing goes to China. So we're at the point where small SMEs um, are, are building, developing this using high government grants. So I mean, we couldn't do this without the support of governments that are basically paying high rates to make this real. So that that's true, so but the government support is there it's locked in, and it's locked in for the next ten years so that that's there to stay for now, because it's their interest it's their interest for this market to go up because now they're getting a clean renewable energy that has twenty four hours of power that's what they want and then the so the growth and technology development will be in Europe and the u s, and the demand as this technology matures, the demand will be in places like Africa, uh, Indonesia, India, uh, South America, and some places, because they are the people who need distributed power solutions in in places. So that's where it goes. Um, it is I'd a lot like, like a distributed. You know, so we're about the distributed yeah. network, distributed yes. ledger. This is distributed yeah. power in many ways yes. because of just the nature of it. Exactly. So where uh, a company, um, I'm not even sure if I should be naming company, like a big, the, the big utilities. They want to build one 100 megawatt, 200 megawatt project. They want to build big central energy projects or a big nuclear power plant. Those things that cost billions. Now, but in places like India or Africa, they don't. They don't have a distribution grid. They prefer. They don't want one 100 kilowatt, a one 100 megawatt solution. They want 100 one megawatt solutions. So like you just said, so we're distributed. So you're putting one here, one here, one here, where it is needed, and the grid will catch up 50 years later. So no one over there has a landline. I mean, here, no one has a landline anymore either. So we're so Africa is skipping landlines for energy, so to say, and going straight to mobile phones. It's, it's the same thing. And if you look at any future grid planning, now there's a lot of community energy projects, community efficiency projects, but even in the UK, across Europe and the US people are now that technology is allowing this so um people are beginning to talk in microgrids and making independent you know communities you know zero carbon housing low carbon housing you've heard that a lot our type our type of technology is the, is the technology that's facilitating this so within the energy space they've been looking at this happening for 30 years but now it's basically we're popping up and saying hello to the world to be aware of that. So same way, cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency 2016. My grandmother didn't know what it is, but now she does. Yeah, (laughs) shallow geothermal, nobody knows what this is. Very few people outside the industry know what it is. Next year, the year after, everybody will know what this is. It'll be alongside wind and solar and biomass. Shallow geothermal energy production is just, just the next technology to come Come out, and uh, that, that's that's where we are right now. I,
1: I really thank you for that overview. Oh. I think uh, it's incredibly exciting. Uh, Viv, what yeah. what is your impression of this? He's <laughs> <It's> special. <speechless. laughs> uh, yeah, look, I mean, the, the product is, is sounds
0: mind blowing. The technology is amazing. The, the the way it's being structured is is so exciting. Um, from what you're saying, for me, the, the question I have is: so, where's the critical mass for for you as a company? Um, you know, you're saying external companies, maybe venture capital or or wherever will come to this when it gets to a certain point. Where does your company, where do you feel you need to get to to reach that that critical mass and get the outside money coming in and and how do you fund it to get to that point?
2: Yeah, Um, we are very, very lucky. And and this is, I believe, rare. So we've been, I don't say that we're unique, but we've been very, very lucky that we have an amazing sort of partners in this. Um have have decades, I, I have 10 years in regulation space and I, I briefed ministers, I briefed governments in my time for offshore wind. Now, I, I was one of Europe's leading experts in this niche field, in this very specific niche field. And I'd say I'm one of the least experienced people within the partnership team, all with their difference so we have someone with 40 years experience in geothermal, we have someone with 20 years experience in hedge fund and finance SPVs. We have legal experts, we have different experts in the field, heat to power, geothermal, solar, all this. And so we have, at this point, no external shareholders outside of the partnership. We are free and flexible to do whatever we want at this, at this point. And we have funded, so we have seven years of data. So again, so with the partners, who have been doing this for 20 years as consultants. We have seven years of data to get us to this point where before we were doing industrial heat and energy, we're now coming to a point to be able to do this new market. So a, this is a brand new thing, we have a brand new company to do this, but the experience of the partnership is, is 20 plus years in this specific field. And um, we believe that the critical mass is that the world needs to see the first installations, that's already happening, We've, we're already funded with that. So all the installations are happening right now and we're sharing the data um, and publicizing that actually very much in parallel with the Das33 communication, we'll start publishing the results that we have. And um, so we probably need to install uh, so this first race that we're doing together will be installing a world so a, a megawatt plus. One megawatt is enough power production to supply in Europe about 2,500 people with electricity. That's what one megawatt is. Um, in Africa, it supplies about 5,000 people with electricity. Okay. Uh, in America, it's slightly less because it's America and they have bigger TVs. Yeah. But, say, but the <laughs> European average, one megawatt is enough power for 2,500 people. This, within the energy world, would be considered um, a substantial installation where every all questions are asked it's, it's 100% commercial, commercial viability. So right now, we're doing the small things, but this is where we become, where we become attractive to larger venture capitalists. And these are people, so already, um, without going into details, but within the energy community, it's not uncommon to talk about a 50 to 100 million minimum investment for these kind of, like a pension fund is dealing in hundreds of millions. They need to invest 50 to 100 million upwards to to do that. But they will need data. They want to see and then say, so we'll do phases. So the first goal is to put in this commercial level, one megawatt. The whole world will see this and all the data is produced. And then first smaller, so we actually want to intend, our actual plan is to grow significantly with this community and simply do more and more raises and just grow together and maybe grow to 10 or 20 megawatts. So if, if you're translating this to required capital, 10 megawatts requires emi- of, requires 30 to 40 million euros. That's a 10 megawatt installation. So that's already significant. And this, other than lots of ICOs have raised this, but no ICO had an actual asset that's doing something and getting a, guaranteed, a government guaranteed income to do that and didn't have the platform and the premium tokens to let people truly benefit from real income, a lot of the big challenge of cryptocurrency is is a lot of it is in the head. I mean, that's that's just no, a lot I, of ICOs are not asset backed, but das thirty three allows it to create to link the real world assets to to people to the investors and and let them share and benefit from that growth. That's yeah, that's yeah. Where it look, is.
0: I I I love this. Um, I I think this this is everything about it sounds good to me. But like, um. The, the, the potential, so what I'm, what I'm hearing, because I want to hear it, is that uh, you're obviously doing this inis- initial raising, and um, potentially, obviously, without any, nailing anything to the mask, you may, you may come back to us, because I certainly think that's what our network would want.
2: Yeah. The premium token, the DAS33 platform, allows something that other ICOs before have not been able to do. Um, if you launch an ICO traditionally, um, and then you can only do that once because if you issue another one, it dilutes the value. But we're not linked to company shares. We're not linked to the We're linked to asset growth. So if we raise the first one to get to commercial, you know, global commercial accepted viability, and then that growth, and then at some point, there's this magic part where people say, now we're ready. Some pension fund guy whose job it is to be really conservative, yeah, would never think of crypto at all. Yeah, at one point, they'll say, this is now big enough for us to access. So that'll be 10, 20, 30 megawatts, who knows? We will grow with the community that path and even beyond um, for that, that just to happen. And the beauty is if we do a, a second raise, independent, we do this first one, we finish it. We start a new one, we finish. Now, what happens? This new raise means we're bringing fresh capital in. So there's no dilution of the first raise. This capital is used for growth, which means that this first to- growth is yep. what we put our premiums on, which means these the first investors who bought the token a lot cheaper are getting premiums without investing into anything else. Then we get to the point where pension fund says, I and mean, this is going to be work, hedge It's going to be a lot of work to get to the pension funds. But together with, you know, my, my, my sleeves are already rolled up, so <laughs> t- together. Together, we, we will get there. Somebody will, somebody will, and it should be us. And um, us as, as a team, as, as a community, that, that's what this is. And, and at some point, so first raise, second raise, so the second people paid a bit more for the token, but the first people appreciate equally. And at some point, we go to a point where a pension fund says, here's 100 million, here's 200 million. This is not a crypto investment. These people will be investing hard cash into assets. But the word is assets. We'll now be building assets from that money. And our smart contract says if you're a token holder and we build an asset, you get a premium. And this is the alignment. This Shares don't do this, nothing does this. So actually it's, it's in the interest of the community where before people would have been up in arms what do you mean they're doing another ICO? What do you mean they're doing another STO? What do you mean they're doing another token offering on the same thing? We will be issuing the same token again and again with this platform, and then and and grow, and that will produce more assets, and that will share premiums. And this doesn't exist yet. This is this is a first. Yeah.
0: Uh, so many- I think I, I think I get it.
2: I think I get it. Um.
0: Uh, Michael, we're, ju- we're gone just slightly over the 18 minutes, so do uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to...
1: Yeah, I, I yeah but that was so worthwhile. I just, yeah, it like, sense. incredibly grateful, Paul. I mean, I really, thanks, thanks, because I, I think Paul understands it and is able to explain it beautifully, so thank yeah. you very much, Paul, really. It,
2: it, it's a pleasure. There, there's a lot of work, there, there's a lot of work we have to do, but I mean, the, the team, we're aligned of where we want to go, we'll grow together, and um through um Thirty three, the community will be will be informed. Um and we have a lot of exciting announcements coming up from the pure boring conservative engineering side, but the implications for the community are, are premiums. So and,
1: and I think it's really important to point out that Paul, as incredibly outstanding of a guy as he is, believe it or not, he has partners that are on par with this gentleman. I mean, it's really like Ryan. We'll have to get Ryan on here. Yeah, it's got talking, yeah. Incredible partners, yeah. partners and mm-hmm. it's just yeah. an outstanding team. So this this is going to be fun to you know to to reveal the extended team. Um, a lot of good information coming. But to your point, Viv, we better end this. It's getting a little long. So great information. Just goes beyond our normal. Minute, like we're trying to go eighteen minute. minutes, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well
0: okay it's it's been amazing usually interesting very exciting mind blowing technology what more can we say it's this is this is good stuff i look forward to to having you back on and and going into more detail and and some of your partners too so uh guys that was that was brilliant uh what a way to start so guys thanks very much for for being, being on the call thanks Michael, and, and thanks paul um and and me just to wrap up briefly wow <laughs> thanks guys uh what a way to start so you know we've been waiting for that 33 the to launch we've been waiting for the first project to come uh does it get better than this i don't think so um that is truly amazing i'm gonna wrap it up thanks for joining thanks for call, uh, coming into the call um and i believe everyone is going to be on excited on the back of that thanks
2: very much thanks beautiful, yeah. beautiful friendship <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Cheers. <laughs>